Hi everyone, I'll be dealing from page number 46 of Spivak's The Burden of English. And in The Burden of English, Spivak observes that Viva cannot make sense of anything written by Spivakan without at some level believing it was destined for them. Therefore, Indian students of English literature might still be open to an alienating culture, indoctrination that is out of style with the historical moment of pulling away from the former colonial power. And here in theory is teaching to perform, men teaching women the trick of the inside of the captors, as the captors themselves code that inside with instruments supposedly generated in a deeper inside for general decipherment in an outside. The British audience who supposedly possesses insights that are resolutely considered quite different from those held by these men and women. The performance of the teaching and the learning is not mere mimicry, deliberate, canny, wholesale representation of epistemic transformation producing something in the future and period is what we are witnessing here. The rhetoric of this extended passage which is given in 46 page number 46 to 47 lays out the construction of the colonial subject as contradictory implied reader of the imperial text and the public sphere of professional theater and the private sphere of the self interpenetrate in the longer passage in a clearer and more intense model of what can happen in the classroom the rhetorical effusion does not try step with the racial language and its frame it seems appropriate that we in search of a model for the colonial subject as implied reader should be implicated in the reader function of this thoroughly benevolent and utterly dominant male. Binodini was no rural Balton, in her own words, it was born in this great city of Calcutta in the family with a resource and property, but not to be called poverty stricken for however painfully we scratched together a living. My grandmother, my mother, and the two of us, brother and sister, caught a family of women caught within the other discursive formation that can look upon marriage as a socioeconomic institution of exchange for consumption, but with our sentience or our sufferings from poverty increased, and then our grandmother perfected a marriage between my infant, infant brother of five years and a girl of two and a half. The play between infant Shishu and girl Palia is her own, and brought home her mother's negligible quantity of ornaments. Then our livelihood was earned through similar ornaments called It is only, not only the play between Shishu and Palia that signals that Benodini, writing at the age of 47 after her brilliant and thwarted attempt at staging herself in every sense as female individualist, is still unempathetically at ease with the paradigmatic patriarchal culture that taught at her, although her expressed sentiments will not draw from it. The next few sentences quickly emphasize this, for it is a love or sneha of the older woman rather than the unconsummated child marriage that remains in the memory. The brother died soon after the marriage. What happened to the child bride deprived of her ornaments with the subsistence of the other woman? We cannot know. But there can be no doubt, doubt that the tragedy of feminism is played out not only in the obvious and visible masculinist separation of Binodini's ambitions, but also in the wedding, widening gap between the obscurity of the unremembered child, widow, and a subtle and layered memoir of the autobiographer. The male separation 
of the competitive female is Parkman story, where a politically correct judgment is strongly obvious, but it is not the only story in Claude Melty. The feminist has a dubious task of making the division women's space. Marriage may be an institution that crumbles when the woman is epistemically featured, but residential rather than uh, itinerant prostitution can be recorded as as a peculiar liberty. How far do we want to take this, an, uh, this as an allegory of colonial reading? In the Brit lit, uh, British literary classroom today, an answer might be connected in terms of Hanif Qureshi's The Fruit of uh, Suburbia, the shift that is injured in time, coloniality through postcoloniality to migrancy, a literature representation by male author who read philosophy at King's College London. Here, too, an uncomfortable opposition between native and migrant can be undone or put under ratio. A gain on conflation, perhaps the very shock of the reconstellation lets truth flash note. No such confidence in playing the double mind today riddles. India is an imagined inclusion with material vestiges here, important in the survival techniques of the fabrication of a habit identity with a different political impulse from the malleable racist British underclass or the benevolent racist British artist. We too would like to keep alive. Divide between real, Indian and migrant, Indian.